All right, this is uh, episode one and a half of Vinyl Reflect Friday. Uh, this is, I, I, would you call it one and a half? Zero? Episode we zero? We don't need any interjections. This is this is behind the scenes. This is BTS, dude. You're, you're, a, you're, you're BTS. I don't know, BTS song or else I'd be singing it right now. Uh, yeah, they released a new one. I know that. Uh, there's there's mm. some music for you. That's some... It, like, broke the internet or something? I don't know. It was... A billion views? I have no idea. It, I don't know if it was, like, the most viewed song. I don't think that's what it was. I think it was just, like... Okay, what's the most disliked... Uh, YouTube Rewind 2018. 2019? Other than YouTube Rewind. Justin Bieber's Baby. Yeah, you know. Which people actually undisliked to help push YouTube Rewind to be the most liked. I know, right? That was pretty. That was that was a great time. And yeah. they still didn't do anything better the next time around. <laughs> oh, it was so bad. It's so <laughs> it two years okay, okay. In, a, in a rough rut, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. It's just, it's just really not good. Uh, it's just, yeah. I don't, I don't know how it's else horrible. to. It's horrible. Yeah. Okay, so. Idea one, we, ha- we have a basic layout for the music theory, which isn't music theory idea. I was thinking vibes for the second one. You know what we should call it? Hmm. Here, I'll, I'll, uh, we should call it... Uh, God damn it, I had a great name, but it, like you know like when like something just like blanks mm-hmm. your mind? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, brain fart? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm having right now. Mm-hmm. Um, what would it be? It's more of like... Non-s- nonsensical theory. There you go. It now it's, it's, the, it's the nonsensical theory of music. By, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. We could we could do that. Yeah. By the boys. Okay. <laughs> vibes. So vibes. I think I think that in vibes we could touch on the different do this. things. So we have like the we have like the the eighties summer nights. Yeah, summer summer nights. Yeah, like the eighties the eighties drive music. Eighties drive. Yeah, 80s drive music. You know, like uh, basically what Kavinsky made. Put that in like a prison. Uh, uh, what is it called? Parentheses? Yeah. What's his name? What? Uh, Kavinsky. K-A-V-I. Yeah. And Kavinsky? 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 Yeah. Kavinsky. Right? Yeah. I have no idea. Well, it says it's wrong. Kavinsky made uh, he made the, the uh, what is it? The soundtrack to drive. Oh, that he made the soundtrack to, well, basically the soundtrack to the movie Drive, starring Ryan Gosling. You know what I watched for the first time the other day? Hmm. Guess what? It has Ryan Gosling in it. Oh gosh, I don't know. It, what? What's the famous, so many blockbusters? What's the famous <laughs> rom com? I'll, I'll let you know. It's it's an older movie. It's it's young Ryan Gosling, so it's not like Blade Runner. It's not La La Land. Oh gosh, I don't know. It's the Notebook. I, I watched the Notebook oh, the for the notebook. first time like two weeks ago. Yikes! I still haven't seen it. I won't see it. Is there a dog that dies in that movie? No, uh, I won't spoil it. In he case... dies. No. <laughs> she dies. Well, I mean, the if do you want me to spoil it? There's a death in that movie. Dude, that's what I said when I first saw. I was like, I was like, which one of them dies? And they're like, no one. And I was like, okay, it's not going to be a sad movie if nobody dies. No, I think I think I remember hearing about the spoilers about it, but I don't know. Would you, would you like to care. know? Sure, tell me. Uh, I they, wanted to watch it. So, uh, it's like a love story, right? The, the cha- mm-hmm. you know, classic rom com. They chase, they lose, they chase again, and they get each other. Mm-hmm. 
So after that, harken back to episode one. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the rise and fall. God, <laughs> so the the wife, the woman, I don't really know what does. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she gets dementia. Yep. Uh, and she loses her memory, and she wrote the notebook. She wrote the notebook. That's the big kicker: is that she wrote this story for him, and she's like, like no matter what, like I'll always remember you. Like even if my mind goes, you'll always be in my heart. Blah blah blah. So he reads this book to her, and then like she has like lucid moments because you have those, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, in her last lucid moment, she goes like, "This is it for me." She's like, "Will you lay here with me?" And he's like, "It's both our times." And so they lay in bed together, and they just die. Like these two old people just lay next to each other and die. Spoilers. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Hope you weren't planning on watching it anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that vibes. Was... Summer nights, 80s drive. Kavinsky. What do we got? What's some other vibes? Oh, man. Oh, 80s it's... horror. 80s horror is another one. Ah. I'm doing it. I'm doing it, bitch. Oh, I'm on the wrong thing. Dude, this is... Okay, so that's that's M83. M83. Tropical tropical beat? <laughs> Would you say like... Tropical beats, okay, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, like Kaigo. Yeah, yeah, Kaigo. Like, he's yeah. very vibe music, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else we got? Um... Oh, gosh. Wouldn't you do, like, rainy day vibes? Yeah, okay. Or is, are yeah. we getting too vibey right now? No, no, that's, that's, that's good. Okay, I'm so trying we, to think. Uh, so, I mean, I know that that's a genre of the vibes. It is. If you look on Spotify. Um, but give give a good example of it. Uh, let me. It's like, who's the rainy vibes? Like, well, I, I know have, it's a thing, no, right? But, like, I know it's a thing and I've heard music like that, but I can't think off the top of my head. It's quite different like, to everyone, if I'm being completely honest. <laughs> yeah. At least to me, it's kind of sadder music that is melancholy. I mean, that's kind of the whole genre of it, but like yeah, there's yeah. some, some Sean Mendez songs that are real, real melancholy that I'm like, Oh, okay. Okay. We'll put, put him as the Prince. Oh, well, no, cause I, I haven't listened to Sean Mendez in a, in a long time. I used to be in the top. Okay, well, we one. can always go back. This is why it's an outline. <laughs> You're ruining this for me. Well, you know, this is how we get ideas through. Is it? You can read through this and go, okay, I'm going to listen to some 80s drive. Okay, I'm going to look up Kavinsky. And okay, I think we have enough. Exactly what I'm talking about. An mm-hmm. 80s horror, M83, by the way. I'm going to put down a specific song so that you can actually figure this out. The, uh, oh gosh, what's the name of that song? i got to look it up right now. Oh. M83. Night. Um, M83. Was it horror? No, night. Was it night? Chase. Horror? Car chase terror. That's what it is. M eighty three. Car. So Spotify's rainy day vibes playlist. I think it's made by Spotify. Oh nope. It's created by Jordan Smith. It's like put. We can. We need to put songs next to this so that we get like. We can go back to that one song and then figure out what we mean by saying that. So like. Kavinsky, what's the Kavinsky song? Kavinsky. This man put <clears throat> Rocket Man as a rainy day vibe song. Would you? Ah, I could see it, actually. Dude, you know what's a great song by him is... What song did he put down? Did who put down? 
What song did he put down? Uh, Rocket Man. There's also, you know, Sweater Weather. Put your arms through the holes of my sweater. Yeah, no, I, 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 yeah, I, don't, I don't know the lyrics to that. I don't want to try and sing it either. It would be embarrassing. I almost did. Caught myself there. Dude, okay. Great song by Elton John. I'm still standing. It's a great song. Oh, dude. it's an amazing song. Have you heard it by Taryn Egerton? Egerton? I don't know how you pronounce his last name. I haven't. Uh, it was in the movie Sing. He was the gorilla, and he sang it. I really liked his rendition of it. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I think you. I think you played that for me. Yeah, I think I did. What are we putting down for summer nights as a song to listen to? <sighs> you know, I really What's wish that I... one song that I played. Not the oh, I played it a while ago for you. What Let me. I it? really wish I want to go through my. It's in my history. I can't play music on here. We'll get. Well, that's removed. that's fine. Just send it to me in Discord. Well, I'm trying to. I would like to listen to my songs. Where's my songs right now? Uh, Don't you have headphones in? Get some headphones. I do, but it's recording my desktop audio, so I can hear you. Oh yeah, that's right. Mm, yeah. Mm. Oh man, I'm trying to figure out. Oh, why can't I? Oh, Ocean Drive. That's what it is. Duke Dumont. That. Oof. That song right there. That is definitely Summer Nights. Colin, did you know that uh, Summer Lovin'? Oof. What enough? <laughs> I had, had me a blast. Have you a blast? What are you talking about now? I was really hoping you'd continue on. Summer loving, having a blast. Oh. No. Right? That's how that song goes? No, I no, don't it's, know. I don't think it is. What are the... I, do, I have a... What's that song called? <clears throat> Say it again. Summer, Summer love. Summer love. No, Make Summer Lovin' had me a blast. Summer Lovin' happened so fast. Oh, I don't know that song. I met a girl crazy for me. Met a boy cute as can be. So we got Summer Nights, 80s Drive, 80s Horror, Tropical Beats, Rainy Vibes. What else we got? We got we got more than that. There's more than that. Yeah, we can, we can come back. Do to you want to go more abstract? Like, we could go, like... Is this, like... Uh, why oh. music? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why uh, music makes us feel... Uh, you can go point by point with it. You can get more specific if you want. Yeah, I'm gonna do like... Um... This is out of order right now, so I have, mm -hmm. just for the listeners, this is a sneak peek into next week's, uh, or, yeah, next week's, maybe? Next, next times? Next times, next episodes, there we go. Well, I have basically a week to, and I can, I can do any kind of recording just anytime after four, so. <laughs> that was, 
That's a beautifully said, Colin. <laughs> well, I'm, just, I'm trying to think, okay? Uh, so we have <clears throat> the music theory, nonsensical theory of music. That's what we're calling it. Why? Yeah, because I think the people thought that we were... I was actually going to talk about you know, music theory... And that's just so complicated, and there's just so much involved with that. And then we have to talk about like key changes, yeah, like actual and notes, and, yeah. <laughs> and like I'm more talking about like emotional responses to music. Yeah. So we have theory. why music uh, makes us feel what we feel. I guess I should put in there, um, or like what we're supposed to feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the emotional rise and fall, the storytelling of music. I think that's. I guess the better, like the better title to that would just be more storytelling in music or musical storytelling, because I think that that's more what we're touching on with that. Not, is... not. I mean, it, it's not really music theory at all. No, it's not. It's storytelling in music. Yeah. I don't. There's gotta be like a word for it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. There's, it's kind of difficult to put that into words, exactly what we're talking about. But basically, like the easiest way to talk about it would be storytelling and music. Well, we also touch on Cause a, a well, cause, Yeah, because, I mean, what we're talking about more is like the differences between talking and music and musical no- notes when it comes to storytelling. So, like, the and like the up and downs of music where that makes you feel something and that makes you like that drives a story as opposed to like something where it's just talking about a song like like singing a song and then that is the the drive of the storytelling here's a here's a quick little fact i don't know if you know this uh hold on Mm -hmm. see if i can turn my game down for a second here it's all the way down. Never mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, EDM, house music, mm-hmm. trap music, right? All along that genre. The mm-hmm. buildup, there was a study done. I read this when I was like 12. So, you know, if it's still the same, I don't Back know. Back when you were like really into Skrillex. Skrillex is the best ever, dude. Uh, I, it was it was Skrillex. Who else was I like really into at the time? Um, Zed. <laughs> Zed. I was really a yeah, Zed fan. Zed, yeah. yeah. So, the uh, the build up of right before the bass drop or the mm-hmm. beat drop uh, has been shown to build up the same emotions, and that release of the 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 drop is the same mm-hmm. chemical release as uh, orgasm or climax in your brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, so, like it's. Yeah, it's there's yeah. I mean, it's the the build up and the payoff. It has. I mean, you can you, you can equate that across a lot of different mediums. Like, you can say the same. I mean, not to the you know quite the same standard, but like you know, with like movies, storytelling, other things. Like, I, I think that it's at least a little bit understandable that you can make that kind of connection that's that's kind of the argument that i was trying to make is that like it's it's the the rise and fall of the the emotions you feel as a roller coaster or whatever it's 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 like life yeah yeah what's it's storytelling you know it's it's different i'd say it's different levels obviously you know it's like if you're watching a play what you know it's different from 
watching or listening to like music or if you're watching a movie it's different than a play you know like they're they're all different but they have the same mechanics in your brain whether they're as intense or not is you know that's up for debate but yeah that's it's base the basic argument that i'm making with that stuff yeah Okay, so what's what's our third idea? So we, we got a good background on a lot of this stuff here. The storytelling thing, you know, we can flesh out a little bit more. The vibes thing, it's mostly just talking about songs. Yeah. We're basically just going to talk about songs. So that we, you know what we like. could do? Hmm? Here's an interesting thought. We okay. can put together playlists or a singular playlist. Um. Well, that's kind of what I already did with what I sent you there. With the, Remember I, the vibes yeah, but I'm talking about like on Spotify, and then we can link it to yeah. all the, the listeners so they can go listen to the songs we're talking about. No, yeah, that's that's my basic idea behind me making that vibes list that I made. That was like the summer nights thing that I made. By the way, I need to put Duke Dumont on that Ocean Drive song. It's fucking sick. <clears throat> but I, I do want to go along with that idea, and that's when we talked about that first episode that was kind of an idea that we threw out that we could just throw out like, you know, playlist and people could either listen to that playlist first and then listen to the episode and then kind of understand what we're talking about. Or they could kind of listen along with like, you know, cause we could put it in in order. The only problem is then we have to kind of put more time into making those you know those uh those playlists and you know compiling them in order so that they can kind of follow along with them but i think that we could do that yeah i i don't think that it would be terribly difficult to do um yeah it wouldn't be too hard but it would just be it would you know it'd probably take an hour or two or whatever to listen through it and then uh pause it find the song add it to a playlist and then share it. Because, uh, you know, that's it's kind of the problem. Like, we talk through a lot of this stuff, and then maybe another song pops up when we're talking, and then we have to go in and add it again. But, like, if I'm writing an episode, like, if I, if I sit down and, like, write an episode out, and then uh, I'm building a playlist along with it, it's a lot easier. But then there's the whole thing with, like, you jumping in. And then if you like add in something then it's that's that's where we have to either go through the whole episode again or maybe you cue it to the side and then send it to me at the end after we're done recording and then i can add it to the list yeah it just it kind of depends on how we want to do that but well i think i think that if we do like the formats that we're trying to figure out what i was talking about before is like if we do a back and forth thing where it's in sections, it's much easier to compile something like that, but it's much less organic. So if we were to sit down and do what we do with the first episode where we have kind of like a two hour or more beforehand talk through of what we're going through in the episode, it's easier to kind of compile a list from that because we're sending each other videos back and forth and then we just take those copy paste make a playlist yeah so i don't know it it really depends on what format we want to go with from here on out 
Well, you can make... So, what we could also do is... Um, with Spotify, there is the option to make playlists shareable. Like, like I could add you as an editor on Spotify. You have Spotify, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, so, I can add you as an editor to Spotify, and that way we can both edit this playlist, and then basically once we're ready to release the episode, we just lock down the playlist to mm-hmm. uh, only public views. You can't edit it, and then... That's that. So we have until the podcast posts to edit the pod the the playlist. Yeah. So I'm I'm sure we'll figure something out by by the next episode. Mm-hmm. That works. Okay, so come on, third episode. What what are we thinking? So, I really liked. So I really liked kind of the first episode we did. An introduction. I I kind of like the fact that I you know. I was talking about something that was pretty passionate that I was pretty passionate about. You know, it was like, I remember growing up around a lot of what was going on in that time. You know, I was going to shows, I was experiencing those people, you know, girl talk and, you know, all these other people. And it was, so it was like, it was something I connect with. Ooh, wait, this this isn't the same. (laughs) That's not Hmm? the color I want my keyboard to be. Um, this isn't the same, but let's he- hear me out. Okay, what if we did like the um, something like that, dude? I'm you know I'm down with that. So like I could have I could have the tail end of the beginning of rap. Yeah. So like basically what my first memories of rap would be like are not first memories but first like understandings you could say because i was you know i was fairly old i was you know well not fairly old i was you know 13 14 15 whatever when like (laughs) i would i would i would call it like the second wave so i would i would say that like rap was in like these waves so there was like you know like the first wave quote-unquote of rap which is like nwa like you know obviously it started before that in brooklyn and you know there's a lot of different uh artists that came before that and you know you could even trace it back way further than that to other things but what we call rap today would have started in brooklyn it would have been apparently uh, coke larock is known for being the first rapper to ever spit rhymes after teaming up with dj cool in 1973. Yeah. There's, there's just a little fun fact for the day. It was in it was in Brooklyn, right? Uh, <laughs> fuck if I know. I my my full understanding of it was like basically rap kind of started in Brooklyn, in New York. It was that that's where it started. At least you know late seventies, uh, eighties. Uh, Bronx, New York City. Mm-hmm. But when it became like, I guess you'd say mainstream, would have been like, what is it, mid 80s with NWA, I want to say? Let's see, NWA. I think that it was, yeah, 1987 is when they started, it looks like. That's when it was like, 
that's when like people started to notice I would say and what was the album the first like big album they put out no 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 here it is yeah straight out of Compton was their first big album they put out and that was that was like just huge. That had so from the first episode that was they got they got kind of what out what song was that? Maybe it was their first album as they got into legal trouble on. Nope, that was their first album. Maybe it was their second one. Anyways, it doesn't really matter. They end of year, I would say, was <clears throat> when it became mainstream. That's when rap really started to become mainstream. <clears throat> Sorry, I, I'm doing. Uh, I'm just kind of doing quick Google searches here to see any information. Uh, but. But hundred miles and running—that's what it was. That was remember we talked about what was in uh, hundred miles and running was when they got into legal troubles. So apparently, in nineteen the in oh, oh, words in the nineteen nineties, uh, controversial gangster rap is what was big. Mm-hmm. Uh, by nineteen seventy nine, hip hop music had became had become a mainstream genre. 1979 so early 80s with who who was who was the first it was that dj dj cool um okay yeah basically he threw house parties or back to school parties Uh um and Uh just he was the guy who did two two uh records on a turntable (laughs) Was it and it was like two live crew, right? Two live crew is the other one. Uh, Herc also developed upon break. What break beat? I don't know. They were later. They were nineteen eighty four. Grand Wizard Theodore, Grandmaster Flash. I feel like yeah, are... Grandmaster. Yeah, Grandmaster Flash was big. Yeah, I remember that. Jazzy J. Yeah, yeah, of course. Fresh Prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where Fresh Prince of Bel Air came from. Did you know that, John? I actually didn't. Really? Yeah. That's right. You're young. Well, I mean, Colin, I was born in '98, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you watched Fresh Prince of Bel Air, right? I mean, that was no, something. No, it wasn't. It wasn't on TV. What? Oh, no. At least I wasn't old enough to remember it being on TV. We also never had like cable or anything like that. Well, I didn't either, but was, I knew was, about Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Geez. Oh, I, kn- I knew about it. I watched it, like, maybe once, but I never. Oof. Oh, Ice-T. Yeah, I thought it was Ice-T. Oh, I popped into a YouTube video that, like, auto started playing, and thank God I paused it before the sound started. <laughs> <laughs> So evolution of, rap, of music rap. So are we gonna do like a evolution of music kind of thing? Because 
I mean, that's kind of hard to do. It is. I was thinking more. Oh, just I don't think we've actually said it. You just did. But the third idea that I, I put down on our little Google docs here is uh, the evolution of music and then in parentheses rap. Because I remember um, back when we were the colleagues, Colin, uh, mm-hmm. we, we talked about mumble rap and mm-hmm. just how like completely different rap is now and <clears throat> the whole hip hop genre you know, SoundCloud rappers, mumble rappers, uh, compared mm-hmm. to what it was even 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I thought that was, I mean, it's a very interesting topic, and you can trace back just so many. Yeah, so the whole, the whole thing about if we're going to do, like, a, an episode on an evolution of something, especially if it's rap music, it's easier to cut it down into subgenres to like rap music. I mean that it, it it's like above my pay grade. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we could talk about it and I could research a lot into it, but man, that's going to be a lot to kind of get into. I think that like maybe we should do like evolution of music parentheses mumble rap and i think that's that's an episode that you could really shine on like you could really give a lot of good information on that mumble rap rap yeah i (laughs) i mean i i do i will say some of my oh here's oh i got one Mm mm-hmm Oh yeah, boner jams. Dude, no, I, not. We get into no, 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 no. Guilty pleasure music. That's remember you. Okay, we talked about this. Do you remember what my guilty pleasure what is, genre yeah, is? I don't. But do you remember what I call this? Do you call them boner jams? You just said it. I do. I do. <laughs> so let me just take a sip of my. Drink. I had an argument about this today, actually today at work about this. What what was it's guilty what was pleasure said. music? It's not it's not like this whole thing where people got it twisted. It's not that. It's boner jams are jams that you feel that you cannot tell the rest of the world about. Yeah, it's like music you're embarrassed not not necessarily embarrassed, mm-hmm. but like you're. Yeah, I I feel like that's kind of you the, the word that you wouldn't you wouldn't tell your like your your acquaintance about yeah you you hide the fact that you listen to that genre yeah 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 so so i feel like a lot of people's guilty pleasure music is um uh country country music and to me mm-hmm. i hate country and never will like it i like old taylor swift country music that's mm-hmm. about as far into that genre as i go can you guess my guilty pleasure i would music? i would say i would say like I would say a, a big majority of people's guilty pleasure music would be something like country pop, not actual country music, though. That's yeah, I, I could see that. Yeah, I'd say that's fair. So uh, my guess on what your guilty pleasure music—I don't know. I have no idea. Okay, are you are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah, give it to me. R&B soul. That's not anything that you should be at all ashamed of. Correct. I'm not ashamed. So it's that's kind of where no, we, no, we no, disagree. No. Like, this is where we disagree on this. So it's something that I generally 
like rarely listened to. There's like two artists. No, dude. So like, no, a boner jam or a guilty pleasure <laughs> music. No, no, no. Would be like Carly Rae Jepsen's <laughs> "Call Me Maybe." That's that's a guilty pleasure. That's a boner jam right there. Okay, dude, okay. That here, song, we, here we go. I'll do you this have one. to admit. You have to admit that song jams hard. There you go. Call Me Maybe is a jam. Can we just agree on that right now? I'm not sure. I'd have to I Dude, listen to Call it Me more. Maybe. <laughs> Call Me Maybe is a jam. It is. But it is definitely a boner jam. It's a guilty pleasure music. It's it's a song that if I was in a car with like my dude friends, even if you know, even the dudette friends, I would feel like I need to change this. Like, oh, really? <laughs> Carly Ray Jepsen, right? <laughs> Guys, call me maybe. Because most people that's... don't like most people are like that song is way overplayed. That song is not very deep. It's it's just a song that's like it's a pop jam. It's a song that's not really well written. It's just overall, it's just a song that's just kind of eh. But like the song hits hard, dude. Come on, can I, you not agree with me on this? This is, come on, dude. I don't know. I would not change. I would not change it if Carly Jepsen's "Call Me Maybe" came on. I would jam out with my bros or broettes. I guess maybe because you're younger and it's kind of not like it's it's. The era when that came out was like serious for me in the music scene, so it was like, oh, this is like, oh my gosh. Yeah, for me, it was like CYO dances still. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what would be the equivalent for you. What's a song that you really, really like? Like, what's a song that you really, really like that if you were to hang out with your best friend right now, if if it was. I don't know, say Ian or whatever, where you're like, I gotta change this song. Like, you talked about Taylor Swift. Would it be Taylor Swift? No, because I feel like everybody loves old Taylor Swift. It's kind of true. Yeah. Like, homegirl Taylor Swift, everyone loves that. Um, I don't know, dude. I mean, there's not a whole lot. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, R, like my R and B stuff that I have on my playlist. That those are like the only songs I skip through if I'm with other people. Okay, so give me an example of a song then, because you can say R and B, and we can talk like what like people say. Well, like Frank Ocean. Are you gonna skip that? I don't. I, don't don't uh, get mad at me, but I don't really like Frank Ocean. If I'm being completely honest. Oh, dude, that's the, another argument I had with somebody today about Frank Ocean. Somebody's like, Ooh, okay, 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 <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, oh. I had a little bit of an unpopular opinion today when I was talking about music, and that was, I don't like Frank Ocean. I I don't either. I I've I only listened to a few songs, but I don't like them. Yeah, and this person I was talking to was like blown, like they're blown away. And I was like, I just, I can't. And they're like, why? And I said, you know, I don't want to sound like I'm being sexist here. Cause I'm not, but like the only people, literally the only people who have ever told me that Frank ocean is the best music yes, ever. Kit Colin, don't get us canceled. 
we're due. Has this been second episode. <laughs> has has been women, and that's it. And I asked them. I'm like, what makes Frank Ocean so good? Like, because I want to know. Like, is it? And they're just like, he's just the best singer ever. And I'm like, okay, so can you point me at a song? And they point me at a song, and I'm like, okay, the song is good, but like, this isn't groundbreaking music. And I'm, in no way am I saying like, oh, you know, it, it, it's not like a, a an attraction thing where like, oh, he's so hot and that's why it's so good. You know, it's no like BTS kind of bullshit. It's like, I don't, I don't understand why Frank Ocean is so good. And I've tried really hard to understand why Frank Ocean is so good. And I am, I, I've been guilty of this before, like reading up on music or reading up about like artists and then being attached to them because of their story. So I would say like a good example of that is Bon Iver, uh, his first album that I had read about. Like I, I listened to a few songs and I read about it. And I became very attached to the album. And it was it, it's a very good album. Uh, I would say objectively, to me, it's the style of music that I like, first of all, which makes me attracted to it. But also the subject matter is attractive to me. So I'm attracted to the, the album because of that. No, I just want um, to clarify. We're talking like attraction as in a non-sexual attraction, correct? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yes, just, obviously. You call I'm them a, boner I'm jams. A, okay. I, <laughs> the... the album is attractive in the way that it it Music makes you feel yeah. a certain way about it not sexually oh so it ties Weirdo. into that ties into our second episode there it, it does yes huh. so i uh, bone of air is a, is a, another kind of special uh artist to me because i had i had discovered the album uh frema forever ago i think is the name of it anyways i discovered it like long ago it was like 2000 i think it originally came out in 2009 2010 something like that and then it was re-released years later like 2013 or something like that i want to say i don't know it was released once and then released again like in you know like to the broader audience i want to say i I could be wrong on this but so either way there was like a it was a connection to this album i really loved it i got attached to it but like I understand that my attachment to the album is specifically on the fact that I love the genre of music and I love the like um, what's the word for it? I love the genre and I love the subject matter. Like those are two things that I connect with. And I feel that somebody like Frank Ocean, again, I could be wrong about this because I, I haven't delved too deep into Frank Ocean, but to me, it seems like a lot of people are really connected to like the person and maybe the style and then maybe like the subject matter of what he creates in his albums, which again, I'm not against. And I'm not saying that Frank Ocean is bad or that I he's not a good artist. I'm not saying that, but it's just not my jam. It's not something I'm connecting with. So yeah. th- that was kind of like the thing that I had with Frank Ocean that I, I had expressed when I was talking to these people didn't understand these people did not understand they just said that i was had no idea about music but it's the same thing that i was talking to you about with uh uh, with the weekend it's like the weekend is very specific i would say in his style or not his style but like his his persona like who he is 
It's like you listen to his music. If you know who he is and you listen to his music, you're much more connected to what he's singing about, like his songs that he's putting out. So when I don't connect with the person, which, again, The weekend, I'm not somebody that I fully connect with. He's just, I don't know, like I've read a little bit about him. Maybe I should delve a little bit deeper. Maybe I would connect with him a lot more, but I just don't. But that, there was no connection there. But when Blinding Lights came out, it's a great song. It's a song that is just a hit. It is amazing. It's a bop. It's a bop. I could listen to it literally. I told you this earlier today. I could listen to it all day long and I would not get tired of it. It's a great song. Structurally, the the tone of it, the vibe of it, whatever you want to call it, is just it's spot on. It's great. Everything about it I love. If he made strictly that kind of music and I had no connection to him whatsoever emotionally, I had no connection to like you know his concept of his albums or whatever but if that's like the pop albums that he made were in that style and in that like that box he would be like one of my favorite artists it's just that is i love that kind of vibe and that's what i was talking about with that that uh, vibe playlist that i gave you it was like the little things in that vibe playlist, like all of those songs are songs that I could listen to over and over and over again. And I would never get tired of. Yeah. It's like that. It's that, that summer nights kind of vibe that I just love. I love it. And I could listen to it forever. And it's amazing. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, so we got off topic there. Um, we did. Can we pause it a second, by the way? Can we pause it? Hit pause. On the recording? Yes, I have to go to the bathroom. Okay, all right. (laughs) Pause. Pause. Pause.